That's how we've won all year. Team, right? I got three words for you. You like that? As we keep it rolling here on this uh, Super Sunday Wildcard edition here of the Mass Deal Podcast uh, on Show Blitz, as we present today right now, uh, we'll get into the one and only NFC Championship game. That will, I mean, NFC game that will be played today. That will be the Minnesota Vikings hosting the New York G-Men Giants right here, uh, which would be an interesting uh, contest right now. A lot of people who really suspect that this could be an upset special for the the Giants right here. Uh, Brian Dable, who uh, comes in his first year uh, with the Giants, uh, coaching this team right now. Going to be some real interesting uh, stuff right here as we uh, look at it. Uh, it's gonna, this will be the second appearance at the U.S. Bank Stadium for the Vikings since the Minnesota Miracle five years ago already. Uh, five years ago yesterday was the anniversary uh, which eliminated Drew Brees and Sean Payton of the New Orleans Saints, which saw a 61-yard bomb by uh, Pace Keenum right there as they wanted to win 29-24. And uh, they did not go for the extra uh, point attempt. Time expired. They won that game 29-24. Kevin O'Connell, who comes in his first year, like I said, as Vikings head coach, has won the division with a 13-4 uh, record uh, for this team. Congratulations to them. Uh, the Vikings right now looking uh, really bad uh, right now, trying to pull off uh, something here, give them a lot of uh, look forward. Uh, he comes into a situation where the Vikings the previous year, who finished under then-coach Mike Zimmer, 8-9 and nine right there, so improves in five more games. When did the NFC North, they were the only team in the division to make the playoffs. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers had an opportunity to get into the playoffs as a seventh uh, seed. That did not happen. Uh, Vikings uh, instead uh, face off with Giants right there as we uh, look at it. As you know, right now, the standings uh, for that right now, the Vikings who uh, come into this uh, conference right now, the SC in particularly, they are the number three seed. But the 49ers right now, yesterday, they have uh, defeated the Seattle uh, Seahawks. They will be uh, automatically hosting a divisional opponent right here in that contest. So we'll find out uh, right now all shortly because uh, if the Giants do happen to win today versus the Vikings, if they do pull off the upset the Giants will travel to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, and the 49ers would host the winner of either the Bucks or the Cowboys right there. And I think that could be an interesting uh, matchup in a, of itself right there. Don't think for a moment that Tom Brady has let that stuck in his craw of uh, losing in front of his, his hometown to the very last pick of the draft in Brock Purdy right there. Uh, we'll pre- preview that game uh, this evening. The Cowboys uh, visiting Tampa take on TB12 and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right there, or as they always say, Tampa Bay. As for uh, this matchup, like I said, Kevin O'Connell, who's done a terrific job as a Dabble, or Dabble, excuse me, uh, his team ranks eighth with 424 points as seventh in total offense with 6,145 uh, yards right there. And uh, 
right there too, the Minnesota Vikings, which also, by the way, in addition to uh, winning the FC uh, North right there, their 1998 uh, team still holds the record for most touchdowns scored in a single season, uh, which is a 64. The Vikings, they do have uh, 50 this season, and we'll see how this is going to be able to be pulled off right now. But as we look at, like I said, Kirk Cousins, who I just uh, mentioned a few moments ago right there, he's a guy who's definitely had his moments uh, struggling on prime time as a career and in big-time uh, games, to say the least. The guy who's uh, really been like a journeyman uh, quarterback, to say the least. Not a journeyman quarterback, but who came over from Washington after taking the job from RG3. And if we look at everything right there, uh, for, for the most part, he is 4-11 in big games, especially under lights. This is going to be a late afternoon game, but Kirk Cousins, for the most part, when you uh, break it down, I mean, as far as like in the postseason, he has a 1-2 record. His only win coming three years ago in New Orleans versus Saints and where they knocked him out in that round right there. Saints were definitely uh, heavily uh, – Top heavy favorites as Super Bowl uh, favorites, more likely a chance to get to, to a chance to return. They were fighting for the bye. They had to end up selling for the wild card round, which they got bounced one and done early. And uh, that was the New Orleans uh, Saints' last one and done since 2010, where they had to go on the road versus Seattle Seahawks, who had a losing record as the defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, they would get knocked out in the first round, but. Other than that, I mean, you look at uh, Kirk Cousins, his numbers right here in the playoffs. So not bad touchdown interception ratio. He's got three touchdowns with one pick. Uh, he's through for 774 yards all the yard with his highest being versus Saints, 414 uh, yards through the air. He was 40 of 60 in that game right there. And he got sacked. Uh, I mean, in the, I mean, in the, in the playoffs, this is totality of the playoffs, excuse me. But in that game and where he feared the New Orleans uh, Saints right there, I mean, when you look at that game, uh, Kirk Cousins, he went 19-31, 242 yards. Uh, he had one touchdown. He got sacked twice. But also, too, he had a pretty darn good running game, too, along with Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook, uh, by the way, too, who's also having an extraordinary uh, year as well. He's rushed for 1,173 yards, eight touchdowns. He also caught for 295 yards off of 39 receptions. He has 1,468 yards of scrimmage, which includes uh, 10 touchdowns altogether, uh, two receiving, eight rushing touchdowns for the most part. And you got to believe right now, I mean, this team is uh, clicking on all cylinders right here. And uh, speaking of which, too, you look at one guy who's gradually been improving year by year, has been their uh, top receiver here on this team. I mean, for the Minnesota uh, Vikings, what when you look at everything, that'd be Justin uh, Jefferson, who's drafted uh, as the 22nd overall uh, pick here in the 2020 uh, NFL uh, draft right here. Uh, out of LSU, uh, he's had a career year. He has he has had eighteen hundred and nine reception yards off of one hundred twenty eight receptions, 
uh, with 184 targets, uh, which his uh, receiving yards ranks first, uh, along with eight touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. He's made the Pro Bowl every year, and congratulations to him. This is his very first All-Pro year for him this year. The Vikings, uh, for the most part, have a pretty good uh, home record. They are 8-1 this season for them. Uh, which is uh, really good. I like to see where that uh, ranks with uh, everybody, everybody else in the league. But that is uh, pretty impressive right there. And you got to believe the Vikings are liking the fact of having home cooking. The only loss they had this year at home is where they got destroyed by the Dallas Cowboys back on November 20th. That was a 4.25 p.m. Eastern game. They got crushed in that game 40 to 3 by the Cowboys right there. And you looked at it right there. I mean, what was one of the biggest things that stood out too? They got outrushed on the ground by over half, uh, more than double, excuse me, 151 to 73 yards on the ground. They were outgained, uh, did not have any answer on the passing right there. And plus two, they were also minus one in the turnover uh, ratio, which is another thing. It's gonna still doomed for almost any team if you lose a turnover ratio. But anyway, I mean, since that uh, game right there, I mean, the Vikings have only lost uh, two more games where they went five and two. I mean, and they've been uh, scoring like in the up, upper 20s, like since then, basically. So, yeah, you got to look at it this way. I think for right now, uh, Brian Dabble, on the other hand, he has taken the Giants from a 4 13 the previous season to this year, 9 7 and 1. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he has pretty much dispelled the old concerns about showing up in big moments, but Cousins can put a punctuation on the end of that statement by bringing home in the playoffs. And speaking of quarterbacks, too, look at the other side, too. A guy who still has some question marks right now. He's at the end of his rookie deal uh, right now. You look at a guy like Daniel Jones right now. Daniel Jones, who's the sixth overall pick back in the 2019 NFL draft. Uh, who comes in right now. Uh, his future is still a little bit uh, in limbo when we uh, think about he'll be an unrestricted uh, free agent after uh, this season. They did not pick up his fifth-year option, but you look at a guy like Daniel Jones right now and just trying to see where he's tried improving uh, for the most part. I mean, he's only passed for as high as 3,205 yards, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, he's also been able to do some stuff with his legs this year, too, where he's rushed for 708 yards with seven touchdowns off 120 rushing attempts. When you look at this uh, time with mobile quarterbacks, I mean, it's definitely been interesting to watch in this generation. This sacks uh, has been the second most uh, – he has been sacked the second most time in his career with 44 for a loss of 243 yards. So how the Giants defend uh, Jefferson, how the Vikings adjust that strategy. The first time these two plays, Giants gave Jefferson free releases off the line of scrimmage right here. As we looked at, I mean, the Vikings did win that game 27 to 24. That was back in week 16 on Christmas Eve. I believe the Vikings clinched the division uh, on that day. But anyway, when you think about it, will they – press him this time, opting for a plan that mirrors the Packers' approach in Green Bay. 
with quarterback Adoree Jackson slated to play for the Giants, it feels possible as this is a strategy, the Giants deploy are the Vikings very equipped to handle it and now when they were against Green Bay. Even though Kyle admitted this week, this back and forth could be the story of the game and Minnesota's season. Uh, the final prediction of the score, this is from someone from the Athletic, uh, he predicts 27-23 uh, Vikings. And I'm going to have to go with the Vikings in this one uh, for this contest right there. Uh, not totally sure. Uh, you can size up. You can think about the environment and the players who are active and the schematic approaches each team will take. But it's the ultimate mystery box comes Sunday, which is in part what makes it so much fun. No, actually, let me take that back. I'm going with the upset. I'm going to go with the New York Giants in this one. Uh, give me the Giants in an upset uh, for this one. I think they got enough to like uh, possibly match up right there, keep this game uh, close. I could see it going twice, 24-21, because what we just uh, outlined with Kirk Cousins right there in the playoffs, and just how he does in big games. I think the Vikings have a magical season. I'm not saying they ain't well enough to move on, but Cousins, at the end of the day, he does have some question marks uh, throughout his career. I'm going to have to go with the G-Man on this one uh, for right now and how they're able to – get this done because the Giants right now, I mean, there's still some question marks on their defense, but I mean, you got uh, Dexter Lawrence right there. He's got seven and a half sacks. He's part of their defense line. And then uh, that's about it. But right now too, uh, Julian Love, Dame Dalton each uh, have two interceptions. Landon Collins has the only pick six uh, recorded uh, for this team. So it'll be a very interesting strategy. Give me the GM of the New York Giants. Uh, they will advance if the Giants do win this game. Remember, they'll travel to face Philadelphia Eagles, who are the who has the first round uh, bye in this uh, contest right now. And that's going to do it for uh, this uh, preview edition here of the Vikings hosting the Giants this afternoon. Remember, it's going to be a four twenty-five p.m. Eastern game, which you can watch on Fox and on Fox Supporters. For Charles Price Richie, you can follow me on Twitter at Man of Steel CGR and on Instagram at Man of Steel Nation.